Hi, this is Joan from Freaks and Clowns. You're watching CMS TV. It's Arcade right here on your classic metal show featuring Stephen Piercy of Rat and uh, Fred Corey of Cinderella with uh, Nothing to Lose from their debut release. And kicking off the show, we heard Rat from the uh, soundtrack for Point Break with uh, Nobody Rides for Free and uh, a guy who knows how to charge a fee, my good friend and partner, Chris Aiken. What's going on there, Chris? What is up, sir? How are we doing? <laughs> Back from the Piercy show. I can tell. Two two in a row. People were already asking if Piercy died or something. <laughs> nah. I was just uh I I was just in the pumped up mood. It was just a lot of fun last night. That's cool. Yeah. I don't know if you heard from your friend Eric or not. I have not heard two words from anybody today. <laughs> but uh we hung out uh pretty late uh last okay. night after the show and uh just shot the shit and caught up and uh you know the show was good and it was good to see steven again you know he's always a character i didn't get to talk to him at length he was very busy with uh, the whole meet and greet thing right and, you know cooling down after the show i saw him at the hotel for a few minutes and then i saw him after the show for a few minutes and but uh it was fun it was hanging out uh with uh matt thorne uh cool. he, he was out on the road with steven uh playing bass um okay even's been having some rotating bass players over the last year or so uh depending on the availability of uh his players right and, uh we talked to matt at length and uh talked to scott coogan for a little bit and um uh let's see i, I said hello to uh, johnny monaco didn't really chit chat with him just say hey what's up that kind of thing but sure. uh, overall it was it was a good time well that's cool so what time this morning did you get home? <laughs> well, I, I stayed. I, I had a hotel. At, okay. Uh, I had a room at the same hotel, and you know, uh, me and uh, me and Eric and uh, Taylor, we we sat up talking till probably wait two thirty, almost three. Okay. And Eric Eric had to leave the hotel at four thirty to catch a flight. <laughs> so so he got about an hour, maybe an hour and a half of sleep. Before, right. Nice. Uh, before they had to bug out and uh fly out to Columbus. Oh boy. They're playing in Versailles, uh kind of like south kind of southwest of Columbus tonight. So Okay. So uh but it was fun. Um Taylor and I headed out that way yesterday evening and uh, checked into the hotel, met up with Eric. Uh, they were going to head down to the venue a little early. So, uh, there's a little, there's a little, uh, taco place or Mexican place over in St. Charles, Illinois. They, they call it modern Mexican. Right. Okay. And, uh, we've, we've gone there probably two, three, and this might've been our fourth time going there. And, uh, the place is called uh, La Mesa. Okay. And, uh, they have fantastic tacos and they have fantastic chips and salsa and they make great margaritas there. So, uh, we, uh, headed over there and, um, I contacted one of our CMS alumni Scarfoot. Okay. We see in the chat room and he came down, he lives in St. Charles. Nice. And, uh, I, I'd never met, uh, Mike personally before. I mean, I've chatted with him 
many, many times, but I've never met him in face to face. And sure. I let him know we uh, were at the uh, La Mesa and uh, he came down. Okay. And uh, shared a few cocktails with us. And, uh, you know, I just thought, hey, it's kind of cool meeting a CMS fan that I've, I've talked with and uh, who's a hardcore. And I said, yeah, you know, uh, can I buy you a couple cocktails, you know? And he had a couple of beers and we sat there and chit chat. That son of a bitch picked that bill up. Good for him. <laughs> I was just like, God damn it. As he should be <laughs> graced with the ability to chat with a celebrity like yourself. <laughs> no, but I was just like, I, he, he just whipped out the crap. I said, now give me that bill. He goes, no, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm, I'm buying, I'm, I'm picking this up. You know, it's like, you know, I mean, he had two cocktails. We had full dinners and he picked up the whole tablet. So thank thank you, Mike. That was very kind of you. Yeah. Would you like to meet me in uh, Detroit next month there, Mike? <laughs> So, so it was fun, uh, meeting Scarfoot. And so again, thanks. And it was very cool to meet you. And it was, uh, I, I really appreciate you picking up the tab like that. You didn't have to do that, but, uh, it's much appreciated. So, uh, uh, that was cool. And then, uh, you know, we went to the show and we, you know, Steven put on, uh, basically a rat show. I mean, he didn't, he, right. didn't, he didn't do any solo material at all. Right. Was Eric wearing that jacket? What jacket? His leather jacket that he cut the sleeves off of? Yeah, I, I thought it was a vest. <laughs> no, it's his. It's his high um, school jacket. High school jacket. Yeah, yeah. He, he told me that. He told me that 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 was his high school cut that he had. I didn't know it was a jacket that he cut the sleeves yeah. off. I just thought it was a vest. Yeah, no, he debuted it. I think a week or so ago on Chris Aiken presents to to see if if it would get any negative reaction. No, no, no. I mean, it was good rock wear. I mean, yeah, it, it looked it, cool. It, yeah, he looked cool on stage wearing it, you know. And uh, you know, Eric Eric's a good dude, man. I, I like that guy. He's he's funny and and uh we, we just had a good time just hanging out and shooting the shit and um, you know, catching up and talking, you know, not only music and stuff, but sure. life in general, you know, right. kind of bringing me up to date what's going on with him on a personal level. Right, right. And uh, you know, um, you know, just good times. So, uh, you know, we, we headed back to our room, like I said, about two 30 going on three o'clock, nice. uh, and, you know, to let him at least get an hour or so in before they headed out. Right. But, uh, overall the, uh, the band sounded great. Everybody was having a good time. The had a good crowd. Um, I would probably say that that was probably 90% sold, you well, know, that's good. And, um, everybody was very cool, you know, and it's kind of funny because, uh, when you, you know, go to these venues when people see you, especially like the people that work there, they, right. they, they greet you, you know, they're very cool about greeting you and, and say, Hey, it's good to see you again, man. You know? And, uh, you know, we didn't have, we didn't have quote unquote after show passes or anything, but, uh, you know, as soon as the show was over, Taylor and I went over to the, to the backstage door and the guy who's working the door, he just recognized it. Hey, let me take you down. Just you like, you know, no, no. Do you have passes, sir? Right. You know, one of those. It's just like, uh, well, let me take you down. You know, it's like, uh, okay, you know. So okay. it was it's kind of fun. That's cool. Yeah. So uh, you know, we um, we hung out late and got up this morning, uh, and I hit up Sal and I said, "Hey, Sal, I'm I'm coming into into the city. I'm dropping Taylor off. You know, um, you know, she's she had stuff to do today, and and I said, you want to." grab some, grab some breakfast this morning. So, uh, 
he was out there like a, you know, like a faithful dog waiting for us out front of the building <laughs> to get us to get us in his parking garage. Nice. You know, and uh, we walked down to uh, one of his favorite places down there to the benchmark to have some morning cocktails, drinking double jacket Cokes at uh, 11 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Neely took a nap this afternoon. <laughs> I did. I did. I got home at 2.30. And, and I, I woke up at, uh, six 30 nice. and got up and showered and got ready for the show and got prettied up so I could look, look good on the camera, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, it, it was funny, man, because, um, you know, uh, Taylor, she, I I'm telling you that girl is out of control. Um, that news? Uh, yeah, I know Sal's, Sal's friend, Mark. Uh, I know you don't know him. He's just a friend of Sal's. He, he's, I've met him a couple of times before and he comes over and he comes over and goes, Hey guys, it's good to see you again. And he goes, yeah, this is, this is Mark, Mark with a C and Taylor right out the gate. What's the C stand for? Cunt. <laughs> nice. He goes, yeah, Mark the cunt. <laughs> Perfect. So that was kind of the joke. And we're just kind of sitting there just shooting the shit and laughing and carrying on. And this this benchmark is one of those places that the whole front of the uh, venue or, you know, the establishment opens up to the sidewalk. Okay. So you could see people walking by the, the place, the open yeah. air sidewalk. And so this... You know, pretty good looking girl all decked out in a in a tight dress and heels and long blonde hair and stuff. We're like in the middle of talking and Sal goes, whoa, 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 whoa. And I turn around and see this chick walking by, you know, you know, like I said, the hot looking girl. And I, I go, whoa, Sal, I, he, goes, I, he goes, did you see that? And I said, yeah, I saw her. I saw her, Sal. I said, I said, could you tell if she was wearing panties? And he, I said, you know why? Because I could, I could smell her cunt. And, and Taylor goes, that wasn't her. That was Mark. <laughs> nice. So it, it was just a wacky morning this morning. I'm telling you, I, I had so many good laughs this morning. Sal was, Sal was uh, Sal. <laughs> <laughs> but he's drunk he, and passed out oh no no oh. no he he was he was just he was just funny that's good just just hanging with him but the, the dynamic between sal and taylor just the riffing back and forth it just she is just relentless oh yeah relentless oh, she, i tell you yeah yeah she's relentless <laughs> so it was kind of fun so yeah we we had uh we had breakfast this morning and some early cocktails and some pretty good laughs this morning and so I got home and crashed out, and uh, here I am. So there you go. It's nice. been a been a fun uh, overnighter. Well, that's fun. Mm -hmm. Glad somebody gets to escape. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Eric uh, was like, we were talking about the, um, we were talking about uh, Chris Aiken presents show, and yeah, yeah, you know this, that, and the other, and and uh, he goes, you better, you better talk good about me on the CMS t uh, tonight or tomorrow night. <laughs> you know, I said, well, you better talk good about me on that Chris Aiken presents. <laughs> Why is there bad talk being had no, amongst? Oh no, no, no just, <laughs> are people that worried about it? <laughs> <laughs> no, we we're just kind of <laughs> trading, trading barbs there a little bit. It was just kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, so. that, 
That's so cool. have, you got a, have you got a chance to see Stephen Piercy's, uh, what, what does he call in his uh, tour, the Hollywood experience or the, the Hollywood invasion or the, the 80s metal invasion or something? Uh, yeah, something like that. But, you know, if you miss, if you miss the rat songs, he's playing a lot of, and he's playing some deeper cuts too. Like, like, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, walk, is it walking the dog and, uh, walk the sweet, dog. sweet cheater. And oh, he's playing the, the, the EP stuff. Yeah. yeah cool. He's playing the early stuff, you know? So he's playing a lot of that. And then, you know, he played, I played, uh, nobody rides for free. He threw that in there and. You know, then of course the rat standards, you know, I want a woman and round and round and wanted man and, uh, Lack of communication yeah, and, and uh, way cool junior and right. But, uh, the band, you know, Steven's solo band, uh, they, they, they play it true to form. You know, I mean, if you didn't know you weren't seeing rat, you would think you were seeing rat because they, sure. play, they play the songs pretty, pretty, pretty true to form, you know, and, uh, Eric's got that, uh, rat sound. Yeah, he, does. He, he plays that uh, D Martini uh, Robin Crosby part really well. Mm-hmm. So, so uh, yeah, it, it's not the it's not the Rat lineup, but uh, you do get the Rat song. So, it's if you fun. want a Rat, that well, if you up until now, if you wanted Rat, that was the only thing you could see. <laughs> we'll get into that a little right, later. Of course, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't get a chance to ask Stephen about it because he was like running around and right trying to do the whole meet and greet and all that other crap. So I didn't get a chance to really chat with him about it, but sure. I, I had intended to, but I didn't corner him for any length of time, you know? So, right. Yeah. So it was, it was fun, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad I went. Uh, it was a eventful evening. It was a cool hang and it was fun this morning. And, you know, I just needed to get out and get some, get some ha ha's in. <laughs> yeah. Especially now that the weather's turning to shit. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Boy, it turned in a hurry, didn't it? Jesus. Yeah, uh, uh, there's some probably some nice days still ahead. It's just, you know, it's hit and miss now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think two days ago it was like 80 fucking two degrees here, and today it's like 40s. Yeah, I, I, I looked outside, and it's uh, 49 here right now. So. I don't know what it is here right now. It's, um, I don't know. It's it's gotta be. I mean, I got a heater on. It's it's fucking cold. It's forty two, mm-hmm. uh, forty eight, and raining. Right. Ugh. Yeah, it's forty seven now. Yep, forty seven now. Yeah. So yeah, it's dropping off. Yeah, it's it's October, man. We're we're two and a half months away from Christmas. I know. Thank God. <laughs> That'll be almost over. But what was really funny, or or uh, just a wake up call again, is prior to the show, uh, the the local CMS server was running here, getting ready to uh, connect mm-hmm. my show, and the uh, the recap of the Chris Aiken birthday party was playing. Oh boy! You know that was 2012. Yeah, it's a while ago. That was 11 years ago. Mm-hmm. 11 years. Yeah. I think I'm still hung over just a little from it. <laughs> and uh, you got another one coming up here soon, yeah? My birthday? Yeah. Yeah, um, 27th. I turned I turn the death year, 55. Right. 27th of October? Yep. Okay. That's a Friday. I'll be out at Dave Landau that oh, night. Oh, very good. Look at you. That's perfect timing. Yes. Landau's in town. He's at the funny stop, my, my stop. Right. So I'll be out for that. Then two weeks later, I'll be out at Pantera. So I'm finally going to get out after. So, so the Pantera show, that's the Detroit show, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. 
and and have you have you decided how you're going to navigate that you're just going to go for pantera and go home is yep. that what you're doing you're not going to stay for metallica ash i have zero interest in the metallica show all right interesting i just don't i i've watched so many clips of it and that stage looks stupid <laughs> and and now i may get there and the stage will be awesome but i've heard no one say that nobody has said that Nobody is, you know, I, I, I watch everything and I do read a lot of reviews on it, whatever. And I haven't seen one person say, you know, I thought this stage was going to ruin it for me. And it didn't, <laughs> I don't see nothing about, I see a lot of the stage is too big. Doesn't feel like a band. You know, you can't see the guys. Right. So I'm going to go hear the Pantera songs and come home. It, it's just too big. I mean, it's you know, there's, there's, they finally reached the point that's just too big now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think I just want to go see the show and be home by midnight. All right. Fair enough. That works for me. Instead of staying in Detroit. Right. God knows I don't want to do that. Well, just don't call me from Monroe asking for snacks and gas. No, I'm not a tall dummy. <laughs> too funny. <laughs> That's an old Could you put a bag of chips on it, too? <laughs> That's an old time. <laughs> Only Randy, man. I know. Yeah, I'm always the guy to call. Yep. Mm -hmm. So what's going on in your world? What's uh, what's happening over there in uh, the, the Chris Aiken empire? Busy, busy. Yeah. I mean, that's it. It's just been steadily doing my stuff. I, I worked a lot on CMS, though, yesterday and today, actually. I did a lot of, um, a lot of old clips, you know, right. starting to get those put up on all the different places and stuff and you know, I'm trying to do 10 a week. Okay. That's kind of the goal is to get 10 a week that are converted and put up somewhere, put up on rumble, put up on odyssey, wherever. Sure. So I've been doing that. I've, I've been, you know, and then obviously starving artist is just nonstop. So mm -hmm. been doing a bunch of that. And, um, you know, other than that, not much, man, just kind of revamping some shit and adding shit for this show and for just working on the shows really so is uh johnny in the country to where you can have normal yeah. phone calls yeah he's um he's here he was actually last week he in fact he's gonna be he and my son are gonna be in your neighborhood on the 28th oh yeah what's yeah. what's going on there he's doing a um dude that sonic thing the sonic the hedgehog gaming thing that he's oh, part of okay thing is fucking massive yeah Last week, he played a sold-out show at the Dolby in um, L.A. Okay. And now he's going to be playing somewhere in Chicago at a sold-out. Maybe the Arcada again. I don't know. It might, I think it's bigger than that, though. Whatever's bigger than the Arcada and well, not the, the United Center. Like nine, 900 to 1,000 so seats. So it's probably bigger than that. Mm -hmm. The place, he, the Dolby is, what, 2,500, 3,000, something yeah, like that? Something like that. And whatever venue is that size in Chicago, he's going to be doing that. And my kid's going out to to see that because he's all jazzed up to see the fucking Sonic music. So so he can do a, con a full concert with with gaming music. Oh, yeah. Really? Mm -hmm. Dude, that's his bread and butter. Well, I, under I get it. I mean, I get the copyright and the, you know, the the uh, royalties and stuff, but the but the whole live performance of of game music dude if he if johnny shows up at pinball pa we'll have a line around that plaza really he is a fucking 
He's much bigger as of a star in the gaming world right. than he is in the hardline Axel Rudy yeah, Pell yeah. world. I get that. I mean, I, I get that. I get I, I know how big the gaming world is. It's it's just interesting that uh gaming music translates to live performance. It's weird. I don't get it. I listen to the music and I'm like, all right, there it is. That's what I mean. It's background music. I mean, yeah. it's, it's not like a featured song that comes out at you. It's background music. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, I don't get it, but whatever the, the kids like it. So, okay. More power to them, I guess. Well, I mean, Hey, but you know, when you find that niche and you can, you know, make, make money on it. I mean, you know, that's, that's a, that's a yeah. gift, you know, yeah. that's a gift. When he's paying his mortgage, I'm quite sure he's not thinking, oh, I wish I was in a more rock metal guy. <laughs> I'm sure he's thrilled that fucking a bunch of gamer kids are out there with their Crash Bandicoot money. <laughs> right, of course. You know, so. But yeah, yeah, he's, he's playing some big show in Chicago on the 28th. Okay. So I know my kid is going to that, so. All right. Your kid drives? Fuck no. Are you kidding me? He's a typical... <laughs> I don't know how he's getting there. I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know how he's getting there. I'm not taking him. He, he's going, but I don't know how he's getting there. I don't have any idea. That's an expensive Uber ride. <laughs> yeah. Take the bus. Take a plane. <laughs> Holy shit. That's hysterical. I mean, there's planes. There's buses. Right. Take, take one of the two. Right. You know, I don't know. Maybe my other kid's going. I, I don't know. I've, I was asked if I wanted to go. I gave a quick no to that and was like... <laughs> Nope, not me. Okay. You know, Johnny could play the Roxino, I'd go. <laughs> Even then, I don't know if I'd go. I, I would go to see Johnny. Yeah, well, I mean, the hang, you know, I get yeah. the hang part. You but know. I might leave during the show. <laughs> right, 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 right. I, I, man, again, that's, I mean, that to me, that's just interesting. I, I can't imagine how that could be, uh, you know, something that I would go, man, I can't wait to hear him play that uh, that background song. Well, I, I'm told that it's more like, um, I don't know, like Phantom of the Opera type thing. It's like a, more of an experience than a concert, per se. Okay, all right. I'm told that it's, you know, like the big video screens and there's shit going on and there's, you know, whatever. I don't know. Moogles all over the place running across the stage. I don't fucking know. <laughs> Something going on. I, I don't know. I don't know how that all works, but... <laughs> And I and I honestly have so little interest in it that I haven't investigated it either. Right, I, I get you. I'm happy that my friend is making a shit ton of money to go do it. Right. So well, like, like I said, when when you if you can land into a niche that uh, you know there's not really a whole lot of people doing that kind of a thing, and you can make you know a living at it or make money at it, that like yeah. I said, that's just a gift. Mm -hmm. So uh, might as well exploit it while you can. Yeah. But as far as me, all I do is work. That's all I do is work. These, mm -hmm. <laughs> although I am taking tomorrow off, which is good. I'm oh yeah, what's what's going on tomorrow? Just just doing. Uh, Kelly asked me to come out and do the dinner thing, so we're oh nice dinner and drugs. <laughs> dinner and drugs. D and D. D and D in it. Yeah, but we're doing some dinner and D. D dinner and drugs. D and D. That's right. <laughs> just gonna have some drinks, smoke some pot, eat some food. Mm -hmm. I need it too. I need to get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Well, hey, you know, uh, you know, all work and no play makes Chris a dull boy. Yeah, it does because, and I'm dull right now. I'm, I'm just 
tired. Yeah. That's really what it is. It's just, it's been about three and a half months of 18 a day. Right. Some days longer, some days 20, you know, I did one day this week where I started at six in the morning and I actually ended at six in the morning. Wow. I just well, kept going. 24 hour work jag. Yeah, I was, I, and I didn't know it. I mean, I knew it was late. I knew it was late and I just really wasn't paying attention. And I happened to look, you know, out, out the window and it was like getting, it was like dusk again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, son of a bitch. And I had to force myself. I, I wasn't done working. I just had to force myself to quit. Right. You know, so I did. And then I took a whopping two hour nap and did another 18. So I was like, I'm starting to get into that habit. So I got to stop it. Yeah. That's tough. That's tough on the system and you got to get that harder rest. Yeah. So I, so I, I'm trying not to get into those kind of jags and I'm Mm -hmm. definitely making the efforts to lift weights every day, do the yoga a few days a week, you know, shake the blood loose a little bit. I got the step counter on my fucking phone and making sure I get my steps in and all this other right. bullshit like a faggot. <laughs> is, that, is that how you describe that? Like a faggot? I do describe. I feel like a dick. <laughs> I feel like a dick logging my food into noom.com and then fucking, oh, I only got 3000 steps. I better go walk around the neighborhood again. <laughs> it's like, ugh, what a, what a queer. Uh, I know I have to do it, but it sure. just sucks. It yeah, just I get sucks. You. I get you. I get you. Well, you know, the one, you know, the one positive out of this, aside from, uh, you know, the fact that, you know, you gotta, you gotta get your steps in as you were, but, uh, you know, laying off the, laying off the booze. Yeah. I do feel better that I'm not bloated and hung over all the time. That's for right. Sure. Right. So that's, that's a positive thing. Yeah. So. Well, good on you. I, I hope you uh, are able to, you know, go out tomorrow and and maybe have some have some good vittles and some, uh, you know, some relaxing uh, uh, drugs. Hallucinogens. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna get all mellow. If <laughs> yeah. it's like if it's like every other time when we do this, especially since there's no Browns game tomorrow, so we won't be depressed from football either. Right. It's literally just gonna get over there. I'm sure we'll turn the tunes up as loud as we can get them and just be stone doing karaoke yeah, but put some, put some zeppelin on man that'll be it zeppelin yeah, seager yeah play some eagles man <laughs> it'll yeah. all be 70s rock i guarantee you yeah, that hand hand me over the vape pen man and yeah. give, me, give me like an extra dose that's it it's gonna be it <laughs> i can't wait i'm 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 very excited about getting high tomorrow <laughs> i really am <laughs> uh fly high michelle damn straight <laughs> so good well hey good on you i i know that uh you know the last you know for you know for me personally as far as like uh you know getting my head in the game and working and working and where i just i just just oblivious to time flying by yeah because you know, to me it was just august and now we're almost you know in the middle of october i know it just goes fast as fuck dude it does it does when, you know, it's just, it's like a blur. Everything mm-hmm. is a blur lately. I don't, I don't remember a time in my life when life has been like a blur. Well, they say the older you get, the faster it goes. It does. It absolutely does. 
I find that even in the day, man, it's like, I feel like I'm getting started working and I get, and I look up, it's like eight o'clock at night. I'm like, mm-hmm. what the fuck? I just started. Yeah, I know. I know I, I get to start to work and, and I look up at the clock and it's already noon. I'm just like, it's already noon. Yeah. It's like, holy shit. I just got here. Yeah, I know. It's like, I, I know I feel like I haven't got anything done either. Right. It was the last four hours have blown by here and you know, it's already noon. So it's yeah. like, I got to kick it into higher gear now. Sure. I'm with yeah. you. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad, uh, I'm glad we're both healthy and productive and, and, uh, there's, you know, at least you have a little bit of outlet or something to look forward to anyway. Yeah. Well, I, I just got to get back to doing it. It's I'm starting to close in on the point where I don't need to work 18 a day anymore. You know, as far as the starving artist goes, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and, and it's a new business. So with the new business comes all kinds of new shit, right? you know, and 400 things that you didn't expect. So that's, but we're starting to slow down on that stuff. So I'm, I'm assuming it's going to slow down a little bit here. Mm-hmm. And then once it slows down, then I'll be fine again. But this is, you, you know how, and you know me, I get overly committed to everything. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> so I'm overly committed to making sure this thing takes off. So. So that's what, that's why it's been as crazy as it's been, but Just yeah, get to win it, mm-hmm. but I, I'm looking forward to slowing down a little bit. I might even take a trip out to pinball PA one of these weeks. Wow. Holy cow. You'll make a whole 90 minute ride yeah. to, to a business. I own that. I haven't been to in two years, 90 minutes. <laughs> it's two hours. Thank you. <laughs> two hours. Takes me two hours. I drive slow. I know. I it takes me two hours. I went by it a few weeks ago. It takes me right at two hours to get there. Okay. But I drive slow and I don't do the, I won't pay the $30 in tolls like you will either. <laughs> I just refuse. I, I just on principle, it's not that I can't afford the $30. It's that I just on principle, I'm not giving the fucking state $5 and then 10 minutes later, giving them another five fucking dollars. Yeah. Yeah, screw you. Instead, I'll go through this town to that town to this back road to that back road. Right, of course. I'm not paying them, motherfuckers. Yeah, no, nobody rides for free, pal. Damn right. I do. <laughs> I pay my taxes. I pay for these roads. That's right. That's all You're, I'm willing to pay. Yeah, you didn't build that. That's right. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, Pinball PA, how how is that doing? I mean, what's what's going on over there? It's doing, I mean, it's, it's still, it's making its number, but not much else right now. It's it, uh, September's always fucking awful for us. Right. Back to school. So mm-hmm. we're in the middle of it's awful right now, but we're hopefully we're at the end of it. This it's the only reason I like the bad weather because when the weather gets shitty, then people want to do stuff inside. Right. So now that the weather's starting to get shitty, hopefully we're going to get some asses in the door. So, well, from a from a marketing standpoint, I have often wondered this uh, when I'm when I'm going down 376 there, mm-hmm. uh, past the Hopewell exits. I, I wonder if if it would be worth it if you would do that whole adopt a highway thing and get your get your sign, you know, as fu- like a traction at this exit. 12 G's a year. Is that how much that is? I had no idea. I didn't that know. That is why I'm not doing it, man. Oh, I, get it. I just didn't know what the cost was. 
Yeah, I, I've looked into it. It's twelve thousand a year. That's too bad that uh, you know you didn't have some kind of promotion out there on the interstate there that says at this exit. Here's yeah. this is an attraction at this exit. Yeah, I'd love to have it, but I sure ain't giving them twelve thousand dollars for yeah, the privilege of sticking fucking a sign up. Yeah, I know. Well, that's a chunk of change. I get that. Yeah, I get nope. it. Nope. I just do. I mean, it, it's it does fine. It 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 ebbs and flows and does what it does. You know, the big thing is we're still working mm-hmm. on trying to get the fucking bar in there. Oh yeah, yeah. I know you were trying to at least get some kind of a a liquor license in yeah. there where you uh you know could attract some adults. And that's been ten months, and we're still on hold on that. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know what the deal is with the state, but you know, now it's, we're waiting on them to come in and inspect. So, you know, that would change. That would change a lot. Really. If That's a game changer there, pal. It is drunks make drunks pay bills. Yeah, they sure do. I wouldn't mind having a few drunks in there. Yeah, The mark, the markup on booze is incredible. I know I could charge $12 for a fucking jenny cream or something <laughs> well i can you know i can tell you that uh like like at the arcada last night um you know i got a couple cocktails for uh taylor and i and right and, and two two double jack and cokes 40 40 46 bucks yeah fuck that it's just crazy now, or no 44 dollars. so it's 22 a piece yeah just everything's out of control with prices. Yeah, I know. I mean, but booze, especially that, that mm-hmm. markup on booze is incredible. Well, it's cause they don't want you to really drink it. They yeah, don't want well, I get it. I get it. But, but it, but it does, you know, it makes up for the shortfall of maybe ticket sales, mm-hmm. you know, to pay for the artist and the, and the staff and, you know, the overhead and everything that goes into putting on a show. Because if you get an artist in there that has a guarantee, yeah. Uh, you know, 18 or 20 grand or whatever the cost that is, you know, if you don't sell enough tickets to cover that cost, you got to make that up somewhere else. Yeah. Dude. I, I wonder what's going to happen when these heritage bands really start going away. Yeah. I mean, because, uh, I, the, the new bands, they're not drawing those kind of numbers. No, not consistently. And they don't, you know, they, they don't tour as much. Either. They're not drawn to tour as much either. Right. You know, it's going to be, you're going to see a lot of these clubs close mm-hmm. and big clubs too. Not, not like just small onesie twosies. You're going to see like house of blues in general close, right? You know, just because it, it won't be profitable anymore. Yeah. And surprisingly enough, and, and this is more in your realm because, you know, I, I don't know what the, you know, the fan base or the, or the attraction is, but, uh, Taylor went out to see cannibal corpses this past you know, Tuesday. Okay. And, uh, she sent me a, a, a photo of the venue. They were playing at the hard rock, uh, casino. Okay. And you know, whatever the casino room holds, what, what is the hard rock? Probably about 1500, maybe right. two grand place. Looked like it was sold out. I believe for camel corpse. I believe that. Yeah. Well, that's my point. It's just like, uh, I, I wasn't aware that cannibal corpse was such a draw that they could, you know, bring in, 1500 people to a show you know because that that they, again that's kind of a niche band you know yeah, it's, nah, it, it, i mean they're they're the biggest in that style though. yeah i know but you're not going to get the minivan moms going to see cannibal corpse is what i'm trying to say that's that's a you know that's a um a genre that that 
a lot of people don't go well they don't they're not into the cookie cutter or the cookie cutter cookie monster cookie monster <laughs> vocals you know they're just not into that yeah you know so so to go to see cannibal corpse i mean if somebody told me hey cannibal corpse is coming into town i i'm just like oh, good for you you know, <laughs> yeah, have fun. You know, it just, it just would never occur to me. Go, yeah, you know, I want to go see that. You know, and yeah. most people that I know or talk to, they they're aware of who they are, but I don't, I don't know anybody who would go. Man, I got to go see that. Aside from like Chris Aiken, <laughs> and even I wouldn't go anymore. I've seen it a bunch of times. Right, so. but you went, you've gone, and you, oh, yeah, it and you, and you actually enjoy that style. Oh, I do. I you know, do. But, but that's not that's not an every man's style. It's no. not, it's not a popular genre. It's I think, a, I think part of it this time is that they're out. If I'm not mistaken, they're out with mayhem who has not toured in like a long time. Okay. So for people that love the really heavy, you know, heaviness to have Campbell corpse and mayhem together is a pretty good show. Mm-hmm. And, um, and Campbell corpse's album is fucking amazing. Okay. It's a it's stunning to me how good that band is 25 30 years down the road. Right. 30 year because they came out in 90 I think. So was that 32 years later? Yeah, th- this new album Chaos Horrific is about as good as anything they've ever done. Yeah. Why well, so I don't good. know a whole lot about them. How how many original members are in the band from from the beginning as or as uh, a revolving door of it's not quite that. Um, well, let me look. I know, you know, I know obviously the singer is different. Um, yeah, Corpse Grinder, but even he's been there for 20 whatever years at this point. That kind of music, I don't know that it matters though. See, well, that's, uh, my, that's my point. I mean, is, is there any loyalty to any specific band members? I mean, do, do any of the band members really stand out that, oh, well, without this guy, you can't have Cannibal Corpse? You know what I mean? Yeah, I think if it was going to be that, it would have been Chris Barnes, mm-hmm. and they survived that. So let's see. Corpse Grinder has been there since '95. Okay. So, um, well, they're coming up on 30 years. Yeah. So you've got Alex Webster and Paul Paul M. I'm not going to even try his last name. Never have. Uh, they've been in it the entire time. Okay. Corpse Grinder all but the first five years. And Pat O'Brien, all but the first seven years. Okay. So it's a long-term lineup. It's a yeah, lineup so, that's so been together. At least been 20, 20 years. Yeah, 25 years. A minimum now. of 20 years for the, even the quote-unquote the newest guy. Yeah. So it is a steady lineup. They really haven't had a bunch of people in their band. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, they're... um. They're still big as big as they they ever were. I mean, it's it's a hard one to judge because, mm-hmm. you know, they're they're to my knowledge they're the only band that's ever sold. They're the only death metal band that's ever sold a million copies of music in general, right. not of one album, just in general. In general, uh, you know, right. <laughs> a right. million of of their albums have sold. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know that anybody's even close. As far as they're the big now, if you didn't have them on the show, if it was I don't know Behemoth Mayhem and Cradle Filth or something, you would not have that many people at the show. Okay, you know, it, Cannibal Corpse is Cannibal Corpse in that world is like the Rolling Stones in the rock world. Sure, you don't even have to like them to go. If you like death metal, you'll go see Cannibal Corpse just right. because it's Cannibal Corpse, right? Of course. 
Is Taylor like into that or did she just go because it's cannibal corpse? I don't know. To be honest with you, I'm not really sure what her interest was in that. I think she was asked to go. Okay. But again, I don't know. We, she just said that she was, she said that the, the musicianship was amazing. Yeah, they are tight. She said that they sounded great as far as the band is concerned, you know, but I, you know, as far as like the, the vocal style, you know, maybe not so much, but I, she said that, uh, musically they were fantastic. I can't believe you're not into them, man. (laughs) (laughs) That's just not my style, man. Not my speed, (laughs) not my speed. Yeah. I I listen to them every now and again, but, um, but you know, I, I, I love heavy music, but a lot of times it has to be, I got to be in a really angry mood to listen. Right. To right. Well, like I said, it's kind of a, it's not something you just have a steady diet of. It's yeah. most people wouldn't though, unless yeah. you're like a serial killer or something. Mm-hmm. I like it, but I like it maybe half a step back. Okay. Like, like, I, I mean, I'm good for death metal, but in kind of smaller amounts, for me is about as heavy as I can listen to like all day would be like an Amon Amarth type of a band that has a little bit of melody in it. I mean, it's almost death metal, but it's right. a little bit melodic. Sure. You know, cannibal corpse is just like, how many times can I get hit in the face with a sledgehammer before, <laughs> before I got to turn it off? Right. Of course. You know, that's really how that feels. Sure. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, I was surprised when she, you know, sent me a photo of the, of the crowd and it was just like, wow, there's a lot of people there. Yeah. You know, so good on them. And then, and then, uh, not only that, but to have a, a casino host the, the <laughs> animal corpse show, you know, and, right. and Gary, Indiana of all places. Yeah. You know, so it's just, just, I just found that interesting. Well, there's a lot of murderers in that area. Uh, apparently so. <laughs> no, I just, I just, I just didn't see any POCs there at that show. Right. It just, I just saw a lot of white faces, a lot I'd of white. Imagine. I saw a lot of white supremacist faces there. A lot of angry white faces, <laughs> I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> I, think I, I think I saw, uh, you know, the whole cast of uh, American History X there. <laughs> <laughs> Just taking turns, pretend curb stomping people. Right, of course. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, that's what's going on with me. I mean, you know, it's just, um, just nice to get out and, and do some fun stuff and hang with some friends and see some friends and catch up and, you know, catch up, some, you know, get, have a little bit of uh, music, a little entertainment. Right on. You know, so, um, yeah. So, uh, if you're, you know, since you're going to go see your friend, Dave Landau in a few weeks, uh, you know, if he ever would get it, get over this direction, I would like to see him in person. Well, I'll tell him to get, get his booking director in order. Yeah, really? <laughs> yeah. Fix that. But, uh, I, well, speaking of Landau, uh, yeah. kind of dovetailing in, I, I see that, um, Landau's former, radio partner anthony cumia i guess uh i guess he's uh recovering pretty well from his uh i guess he had to have like an angioplasty or a stent yeah, put blockage in. removed or something yeah, yeah. had a stent put in and uh gavin mcginnis was uh hosting a show and bringing people up to date with his uh health right he said he was up and walking around the hospital and you know being being an anthony yeah you know, so he's thing was going well and he was, uh, 
you know, the, the surgery went well and the procedure rather went well. And he's, uh, you know, onto what road to recovery. Sure. I'll tell you who I feel bad for the people that are still subscribed to compound. Yeah. Jesus. They're getting fucking Garrett and the other guys from the booth <laughs> every day. Oof. That's gotta be a tough two hours. Right. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, you know, speedy recovery to Anthony. That's right. And speaking of that being it's October, you know what that means? It's Jocktober, baby. It's Jocktober. So right. uh, anybody who, um, you know, misses the old ONA shows with uh, Jocktober, there is a 24-7 Jocktober stream uh, running on the YouTubes. Very fun. Yeah. So I've been listening to that for the, you know, on and off for the last three days, three or four days is the Jocktober stream. Sure. That's you know, right. Some of those, some of those shows, I just forgot how funny some of that shit was. Oh yeah, dude, that that show was was so fun in the day. I I wish there was something even. It, it's funny. I got a, a a message from somebody on I think Fuckbook or one of the places this week, and they just said they, all it said was with Kumia in the hospital. We CMS is the only show left. <laughs> That's it. The it's last like, of the Mohicans. Yeah, let me see if I can find it real quick. Oh, that's hysterical. But it, it it made me laugh. I just yeah, that is, it's a compliment. I take that as a compliment. You know, and no no way do I I look at us as being me a, either as you know as as great as what that was. But yeah, I mean, we have remnants of you know the 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 spirit of what that kind of a radio show is. Yeah, and uh, uh, what what a, oh. So I was listening to uh, a segment this week, and I don't know if you can read this or not. But there it is. Right there. I, I'm uh, sure by now you've heard about Kumia. You know that means until let's see, you know what that means until he recovers. You guys are it. There's no one else really doing this other than Landau. <laughs> no one worth a fuck doing it anyway. Certainly uh, not Stern. Yeah. So, so there you go. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. Very good. So, uh, speaking of that, yeah. I, even though I've heard these clips and these segments, you know, over the years and stuff, I caught something the other morning just made me laugh. And again, it was one of those, one of those off the cuff Kumia, uh, greats, one mm -hmm. of those lines they were, they were goofing on that Sam Roberts about his background and whether he uh, has a little black in him. Yeah. Yeah. Due to, due to his curly hair, mm -hmm. and they were saying, "You, you know, are you sure your mother didn't uh, sneak out uh, one evening?" And you know, uh, may, the what is your background? What is your heritage? You know, you, you you're you're a, you're the whitest black man I've ever seen, and carrying on like that, right? And Patrice O'Neill was in the studio. He goes, "Oh no, he's he's got a little bit a little bit of that uh, that black in him," you know, because you, you wouldn't have hair like that, and. You get those razor bumps, you know, because right. because he goes, well, I do have to shop in the um, the black uh, shaving aisle to get the the shaving cream and stuff right. to prevent those shave bumps. <laughs> he goes, Anthony says, he goes, do you ever think maybe you should do like uh, the uh, ancestry and me or something like that? One of those DNA tests. Sure. And he goes. You know, I just might do that just to prove you guys wrong. And Anthony says, well, if it comes to be true, are you going to be late to work every day? <laughs> Jeez. 
Wow. <laughs> that was such a, just a funny, just a funny off the cuff thing, man. Right. Just cracked me up. And so, yeah. so that's the, those days. The, the Anthony-isms. Yeah, I miss those days. Yeah, so. Well, anyway, um, that's that's all I got for the first segment. Yeah, me too. I got stuff, but I don't want to get into stuff. Yeah, yeah. this is the this is the warm up the throat, get the audience into the show segment, and uh, all that fun stuff. And I'm still um, still thrilled about the uh, guest we had last week with uh, Charlie Kendall. Yeah, that was fun. Wasn't that it? was a lot of fun, and uh, it was an honor to have the guy on the show with us. And um, it launched earlier tonight. Yeah, which I hope people listened. So, uh, yeah, I was very, very pleased with that. And I, I thought that was great. And he was so kind to uh, cut us an ID. Yes, that was great which, of him, which I will uh, play here real quick. All right. Play the ID. Hey, it's Charlie Kendall from Metal Shop. And you're rocking hard on the classic metal show. Hail and kill. <laughs> Nice. Never, never would I have thought 30 years ago that, Hey, someday this guy's going to do an ID for my show. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Kendall doing hail and kill. Yeah, nice. that was I like should have asked him for fuck you pal and hand job too. Yeah, well, that, that, that's like uh, Chris Hansen saying hail and kill. That was, <laughs> that's the all timer. <laughs> that's still my favorite bumper. Ever. Oh, no, people love that. That was fucking funny. Something suspicious there. Why don't you sit down and have so have a have a have a cookie and and a drink? Very suspicious. Very predatorial. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Hansen. Chris Hansen. So, so good. That is so good. <laughs> All right, I I say we play a few tunes and get back and get into some stuff here. So as yeah. always, I'll let you pick a pick a tune to get us rocking and rolling all right i'm gonna make jackal fucking jizz all over his screen oh man you better get the get the towel out yeah get it out get your purple rag ready um deep purple wicked ways from slaves and masters okay it popped on in my stream this week i was like hmm, that's not bad all right so you actually had a little uh little appreciation for the uh the purple man. That's because it wasn't with Ian Gillen. Right, I gotcha. With Jolin Turner. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I liked it because it wasn't with um with Ian. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. All right. Well, we're gonna play a few tunes. If you want to get a request in, feel free to send your request to request at the classicmetalshow.com. Request at the classicmetalshow.com. And if I have time and I can stick your request in there during the evening, I'll do that for you. So we're gonna kick things off here with uh Deep Purple from the Slaves and Masters released from their 1990. Uh, album and uh, this is called Wicked Ways exclusively here on your classic metal show. 